Hi, I'm James Meston, and this is the School Life Podcast. Welcome to the fifth and final episode in the series from St. Mary's College for 2020. If you haven't heard episodes one to four from this year yet, definitely, definitely check them out. They are outstanding and inspiring snapshots of where the podcasting team of Tate, Abby, Kat, teacher Jasmine Parasias, and all the other school students we have interviewed along the way have been at all the different points over this year with all its unpredictability and surprises. Within that, though, you could never say they have not grabbed 2020 by the reins and made the ideas they were envisioning an inspirational reality. I've put the link to the other St. Mary's shows in the show notes of this episode. Be sure to check them out once you finish listening to this one if you haven't already. In our previous episode, episode four, we had a great conversation about the moment the year 12 students thought that the reality of the end of their school journey would dawn on them. For Kat, it happened in an everyday moment as she was driving to school one morning. For Tate, it was actually that moment as we were talking during the interview. And for Abby, she felt that the moment was yet to come on the day when her last official duty as college Captain Justice would be done on St. Mary's Justice Day on the final Friday of Term 3. So, of course, I had to be there. As I arrived on the day I first ran into Kat and asked her to explain what Justice Day was and how it worked. So, each year level have different organisations which they're raising money for. Right. And so, the morning has either consisted of preparation for today or an activity or a talk that's to do with that organisation. Right. Yeah. And what did you go and see? I went and saw a talk um, from the founder of Puddle Jumpers. I absolutely loved it and it's it's actually inspired me to do some work with them. Really? Volunteer work, yeah. What, so, what do they do? Um, they run uh, camps, they do food markets uh, for the disadvantaged families and they really help out um, children and give the opportunity for them to have some fun and have that, you know, life outside, that consistency outside their life. Mm. Why did that um, speak to you particularly? I guess because we're so fortunate here and I'm so privileged um, where I am currently. And so seeing that there are kids, you know, outside St. Mary's within South Australia that don't get the same opportunities that I do, I'd love to be a part of an organisation that do give these children that are less fortunate opportunities. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Okay, so what's happening? So I, I need to go and basically walk around and get a sense oh, of yeah. what, I feel like I basically just stepped into it here. It's all amped, it's all going. Yeah. Um, if I was to do a tour, if you were to recommend me to do a walking tour, sure. where would I go, what would I do? So we start off, we have the food. I think uh, I'm going to have to wait for that to die down a little bit before I get get my right lunch. Yeah. The line uh, upstairs, we've got live music. Normally that's out on the grass, but because of the unpredictable weather today, yeah. we've had to move that up into the. And we have a number of stalls up there as well. We have um, some activities. The games might be over near the junior school, uh, but yes, we have a number of stalls up there as well to do with a number of organisations and live music. Okay. I will go and check them out. Now, part of the reason I'm here today is because from what Abby was saying, this day is kind of the last big day that she's gonna have to be a part of. Is this sort of like your last big thing too? Yeah, well, I guess more for Abby because it's justice focused, but Justice Day has been a big part throughout my whole St. Mary's journey. And so for me, it is, yeah, it's a huge event and one of the last that I'll get. So it is it is important and it's it's special. 
Does it feel like things are coming to an end a little bit? It's starting to, yeah. yeah. We had the leadership assembly yesterday where we announced the new leaders for next year. And I think after that, it was kind of like, yeah, this is coming to an end now. So, yeah. Actually, yeah. no, you did say that, didn't you? Did you say that was the moment when you knew things were going to be different when you had to announce the new leaders or pick the new so, leaders? I think so, something like that, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely, you know, clicked. Um, but it was nice to hand it over and know that next year's leadership is in good hands. So it's what was that like? Was there an actual moment where is there like a passing the torch moment? Does it does it happen? So uh, in the assembly next term, we'll actually get to pass a candle. But yesterday uh, we announced the names and we congratulated them, shook their hand, more formal. But yeah, next term it's nice. It's it's very special getting to pass a candle on to the next year's leaders. So that moment though, like when you actually had to do the, yep, you acknowledge that they're the new captains. Yes. Like you must remember what that moment was like for you. Oh. On the yes. other end. Oh. What's it, what's it like from the other side? Like what's the difference? This year I stood, I stood knowing that, you know, I've achieved all that I could achieve this year. But last year I was, I was such a younger self, a younger version of myself sitting in that chair so nervous and I remember throughout the whole entire assembly they announced them at the end I can't even remember what was going through that assembly because I was just so ready for that point you said something yeah. though you said that last year it was you said a younger version of yourself so that inquires that now you're an older version of yourself oh, what, what's what's the biggest difference between an older version of yourself and that person that younger person who had their hand shook for the first time in the year 11. I guess just because I feel like I've grown so much this year and I've gone through so much through the process of year 11, year 12, sorry, and just not just COVID, not coronavirus or anything like that, just the year that I've had and being able to adapt and stuff like that. I, I didn't have that last year. Year 11, it was, it, was, it was good, it was hard, but year 12 is something else. And looking back, yeah, I was a completely different person in year 11. And... Knowing now, I'm happy where I am. I'm happy and I'm, I feel like I am ready to make that next step outside of school. I managed to catch up with Abby in a rare moment on the day, rushing between two things. Okay. Sorry, running around. No, that's quite all right. I mean, this is this is the big day. You, I mean, yes. you're the reason I am here. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Do you know why I'm I'm here today because of you? Because I maybe that I said that this is when it's all just gonna set in. Yeah. Does it feel like that? I mean, you're running around so much at the moment. I haven't really had any time to process it yet, but yeah. I think once I go home today. I'm just, I'm already starting to get into that mindset like, wow, this is it. Because we've already announced the new leaders for next year. I know, Kat year. was telling me. What was that moment like? I was so nervous. Why? Just because, like, this what is were like, you, like, I could understand if you were nervous last year. Yeah, no, but, like, my hands were shaking. My, I could feel my heart in my throat just because I was so nervous about the whole passing over thing. And Why? I think because it set in stone oh i'm leaving uh-huh. there's gonna be people after me who are gonna continue doing this amazing work and stuff like that and what does that mean in terms of i mean do you then just i mean it seems to be as we saw last year with all the interviews we did no one really ever steps away from everything i mean no. what do you see 
as as you kind of start coming to the end of this whole process like what do you see your role or your pathway in the whole life of St Mary's going forward after you got a couple more weeks at the end next term yeah exams and then you're out and then you're done that's it then what well, I already got involved in a project that's going to continue what? after after I finish. Okay. And then probably next year, if they ever, I'll probably put my hand up and do something. Just try and maintain that sense of community. So what's the project that you put your hand up for? Um, it's a WaterWise project with SA Water. And we're going to be designing a program, Miss Pharisees, uh, myself and an old scholar, we're designing a day based around sustainability and water usage. We're going to be planting some seedlings that we've been working on and our primary schools that have worked on the plant and seed project, they're going to be coming in and they're going to be having all these activities like we're going to make a bottle cap mural out of the recycled bottle caps that we've used for Grounds for Change. Um, apart from planting seeds, we don't know what else we're going to do yet, but that's just the fun in it. Now, there are two schools of thought on what's going on here. One is that you are really, really amped about the stuff that you do. The other one is you're having trouble letting go. <laughs> is it? Yes. Is it one or the other or is it a bit of both? I think it's a bit of both. Like, it still hasn't really set in yet just because this whole day is sort of just started and then there's a, another whole project that I just got involved in so that hasn't started either and then like I still have stuff to do but okay. I just know that I'm going to have to take a step back eventually and move on with my life yeah so what next for today like what other things have you got to do well there's not much left to do I guess apart from everyone enjoying the day I know I have to run up and organize a few stools and stuff like that but we've already set up all the tables the liturgy's already been and everything so it went pretty successful despite the rainy outlook on today but now like it's really now you, you would never imagine that we've had whatever like eight mils of rain already today i know i'm kind of mad about that but the atmosphere upstairs is okay we've got the rock bands playing and everything no nah, it's cool and all the stands are there and all of this the the the, the food stalls out here is an incredible... You've got to look at Have you had any of the food? Not yet. I was waiting for the the, uh, the crowd to die. Anything you'd recommend? The barbecue's always a good, yeah. good hit up. But I've noticed tacos and then there's gyros and stuff. So there's heaps. I know Kate's running an ice chocolate stall. Kate's ice chocolate stall was pretty awesome, all the way down to the attention-grabbing name it had been given. How are you going? How's life on the Choc Choc stall? Um, look, it's a little bit of a struggle, if I'm being honest. Um, we did this last minute. We were supposed to be doing something else, and then um, we changed our plans. So. What were, you, what were you gonna? Why did you change? Well, you see, we're selling for um, for religion. We're doing for Zonta. It's like birthing kit foundation. So this morning we made birthing kits for women in like like women who like they give birth in their, their town. So we're going to do something else. We're doing like pencil cases. But then we got really stressed because we were like year twelve making pencil cases at the same time. Ah! So Miss Lamp was like, "Look, guys, just do something simple like ice chocolates." But they're not selling the greatest because the weather's really cold. Exactly. I'm imagining, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a small army has gathered around the, the coffee machine. Yeah, that's our 
our main competitor right now. You know, it is pretty tough over here. So it seems that with every episode we've done so far, we open on a Tate's coffee making journey thing. Oh my God, can you so talk? proud of me. Can you talk? Hey. Can, okay, talk, just I wait. So where are you up to Tate Gomez coffee wise? Technically nothing at the school, but at my job, I am like a barista. Like what? I haven't- What do you mean job, barista? What's this? I haven't got a certificate in it yet, obviously. But like um, the other night I was on the coffee machine all night and I closed the coffee machine. I mean, take when we started this conversation at the beginning of the year, frothing milk to you seemed like a terrifying idea. Yeah, I know. Now I froth all types of milk. Like almond milk, I'm on it. Soy milk, I got it. And like, I don't know, I'm just certified barista from Tate, like say certified barista course. <laughs> As in certified by myself. Yeah, certified by myself, exactly like that. Exactly. Oh, that's huge, that's awesome. How are you feeling at this point? I mean, you're getting really close to the end. I mean, this is the last day of term, you've got two more weeks of actual school. Like where, where, where are you? Where is Tate herself up to as a person right now? Uh, she's not thriving, personally. Why? <laughs> just like schoolwork, I don't know, it's kind of scary, like handing out the last assignments. So I gotta get them done, manage my time. And I don't know, it's just a bit stressful, but like knowing what's at the end of the road, it's gonna be so rewarding. I like, I wanna work hard, like I wanna get it done, because I know that I want to get out of here and I'm, I'm ready. Like after our last chat, <laughs> after I have an emotional breakdown, like it hit me that I'm ready to leave and like I'm excited for my future. So, I don't know, but I'm feeling good, feeling good. Yesterday we had the leadership thing, so we now know who the 2021 leaders are. Yeah, I know. So, like, it was really good. I um, predicted the three people that I wanted to get it. They got it, so I was really proud of them for that. And I don't know, it was like, I was so excited for them. Like, there was no no jealousy, no, I don't know, but, like, nothing. I wasn't holding anything, anything against them. I was just like so proud and so happy and so excited for the year that they're going to have next year knowing that like it hopefully will be back to normal and knowing them personally I know how much they want the same things that we did this year and like they've got the same passions as us so it's like our legacy is living on anyways so what what's your like as we saw last year with all the people we interviewed people's end of school doesn't necessarily mean the end of their St Mary's journey at all like where do you do you see your relationship with the school continuing past this 100% I like I can't imagine my life without it. Like, I can't imagine leaving the school and then just like, see ya. Like, that's not who I am. And I've been involved in so many aspects of the school that I can't, I can't just leave and say, like, never see you again because it's a part of, it's a part of who I am. So I know, like, next year, I really want to be involved with the podcast again, like, we're getting a new oh, team. So I'll be here still. So hearing my voice. Yeah, I was, I was, I was leading towards that. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the music department, I'll always be here supporting that. And just whenever, wherever they need me, really, I'll be, I'll be here. For the very first time in two podcast seasons, I finally got a chance to speak on tape to someone who I've known for over 15 years. We first got to know each other as colleagues in the religious education team at the Catholic Education Head Office. She went on to do a whole bunch of other wonderful things, and then in 2017, Claire Knocker was appointed as the principal of St. Mary's College. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Nice I'm to live. See you Is that here. all right? I reckon we need to, um, you know, make you an honorary staff member or something. Okay. I, um, Off you go then. Have you caught up with Kat and Abby? I have. Kat, Abby, and Tate as well. So, talking a bit about it. I mean, part of the reason I really wanted to be here today 
but as well as it's just another great St Mary's Day was to uh, Abby had said this was going to be the day when she realised that it was all real that she was going to have to let go of all this stuff this was her last big major day yes well we appointed our new uh, school leaders yesterday how was that? Um, it was great. It was actually that was the first time we've done it that way because we, it, it normally happens at the Year 12's final assembly, um, but we actually thought if we appoint them now, then they've got all of Term Four to, you know, get themselves ready and um, because really the Year 12's are, um, this is just about it for them. So as a, as a principal. What have been the biggest challenges that you've kind of, just in terms of everything that happened around COVID I'm talking about here, like for you, what have been the biggest challenges that you found that were kind of, um, that just kind of came out of the blue that you didn't expect? Look, I, I mean, I think in the early times, the, uh, you know, just managing the unknown was really difficult. But once we came back in term two, you know, there was just, um, we just had to manage things that had to happen differently because, um, you know, we had to be mindful about parents on site or, but, you know, gradually the year has just got back to normal. Uh, you know, I think one of the real disappointments for me is that we won't be able to have our end of year Eucharist in the way that we do. Um, you know, we normally, that's normally at the convention centre and, um it's just the most beautiful gathering and we just can't do it and um so you know but things like today you know at the start of term two we wouldn't have imagined that we'd be having social justice day but here we are so you know i think when we look back we'll be able to say you know it was all right and i have really admired the way that the student leaders have really made their mark in a year that at one point looked like it was going to be effectively cancelled. So, uh, you know, well done to them. Cat and Abby, uh, you know, leading their executive team. Uh, we couldn't have wished for more, so we're going to miss them. Yeah. It sounds like from what they're describing that, like like I noticed last year and we all noticed last year, Tate, um, uh, Cat and Abby as well, that when students leave St Mary's, they don't really leave leave. They're still engaged with the life of the school in some way. Um, that must be remarkably, I don't know, like not rewarding or a, a really nice, happy thing as, as, a, as a leader of a school to know that students really love their experience so much they don't just want to walk out the gate and go I've done I've done it all instead it's like this is a a, a life experience that I'm just not ready to let go of yeah look I, I think it's great I, I think it's great that there's uh you know a part of their experience here that stays with them and uh you know and it's great to see them when they drop back it's also good to see them when they you know come back to you know support with sports coaching or carnivals or those sorts of things but we've also and we started a play group this term and we've um we have had some old scholars come back with their their toddlers who haven't been here for you know 10 or 15 years and that's been really fun as well so yeah. um and i guess it, it it's tapped in a bit to the podcast work we did you did with us last year where people talk about that you know place and space and memory and story and um, I, I think it is really nice. I think that um, you know that our 
our school experience can have that long-lasting impact. That's great. In terms of just today, the day that we're here now, we're, we're standing in front of all the food stalls and it's absolutely buzzing and pumping. There's a great atmosphere about it, even though clearly there's a like, there's a contingency plan. Nothing's out on the Veritas lawns. Everything's still outside and everyone's still kind of getting into it in the same kind of way. What place does this day um, have inside of the life of the St Mary's calendar each year? Look, I think it is the um, it, because the day is there's a learning component in the morning, and so uh, you know the morning is spent kind of um, uh, we have a learning focus at each year level in the school in relation to justice, and so um, the morning is kind of bringing that part of the justice program to a close, and then and then this afternoon is a great celebration. We, we we're raising money for the, uh, you know, different causes that we support, but it's a really great, fun social afternoon that the staff and the students look forward to. You know, nice way to end term three. It's the pinnacle event for our justice leadership team. You know, so it it ticks a lot of boxes. Jean-Marie Nguyen is the Youth Minister and Staff Member overseeing the SRC at St Mary's. So needless to say, over the course of the year, she's formed a pretty strong bond with the senior cohort. Your year 12s, they're, they're wrapping I up. I know, I know, I can't believe it. Like, I met them when they were year 11, so they were babies. <laughs> All those year ago. Oh yeah, look, those 12 months ago, no. It's been such a journey with them, and it's been such a crazy year, so to watch them navigate it, and just their response to it as young women just has been phenomenal. Like I couldn't be more proud of them. So how are they feeling? Are they talking to you a bit about kind of where they're up to at the moment? Yeah, look, I think there's, there's a mixed feeling of nerves, excitement, and I think also a bit of sadness, knowing that, you know, obviously their journey of schooling is coming to an end. They're nervous because some of them have never been anywhere but St Mary's College, um, and there's a lot of excitement because of what's to come. So mixed bag of feelings, so really exciting. Well, they're in a similar position that you weren't in so long ago. Um, yeah, look, I, it was six years ago when I was in this position, so I do remember the feeling of it all and how you know how exciting, but how nerve-wracking it was. So I do empathise with them. I'm really excited for them though because I know what's to come, um, and I know that what they can achieve. Well, and I've seen what they can achieve, so I know how much more they're going to achieve as they move into the big wide world. <laughs> But they don't seem to, and I was just having this conversation with Miss Knocker too, like St Mary's girls don't seem to really ever leave in the conventional sense, like all of a sudden they leave the school, as in so many other schools where that's the last they see of them. Yeah, 100%. Like they're, they're always going to come back. Like I have no doubt that I'm going to see these guys around for um, different projects, whether it's mentoring, uh, back for a bit of Archery Radio mentoring, you know, yep. um, or just even, you know, helping out around the school. These guys, are, I know they're going to be back. 100%. Yeah. What's been the standout for you, the highlight at St Mary's this year for you? In general? Yeah. I think the school's response um, as a community to our current climate in the world. It, whether it's, you know, Black Lives Matter or, um, you know, the virus that's going around globally, the, the response in general has been really positive. Um, and it's about celebrating um, the things that we can. So as a community, I, you know, I think that's been a highlight for me. So that's the fifth and final episode from St Mary's for this year. 
I really hope you've enjoyed listening to them as much as I've enjoyed recording them. Thanks to Claire, Sandy, Jasmine, Tate, Kat, Abby, and all the staff and students who've been a part of the podcasts in 2020. As I said before, there's a link in the show notes of this episode to shows one to four for this year. Be sure to check them out. And in exciting news, we can announce we will be bringing you more podcasts from St. Mary's next year, something completely different, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Make sure you're subscribed to School Life to get those episodes as soon as they're released. This episode is also the final School Life podcast episode for this season. So a massive thank you to all the schools and education officers that have been a part of our storytelling journey for this year. And a personal thank you to my boss, Peter Vera, coordinator of the Catholic Office for Youth for all of his support, and my assistant producer, Michaela Howard-Jones, for all of her amazing work. For full music credits for this episode, please check the show notes. Be sure to connect with ArchD Radio and Podcasting on Facebook and Instagram for photos, news, links to all our other podcasts and behind-the-scenes stuff. Thanks for listening. We will see you in early 2021 with even more School Life Stories. Stories.